Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me again on the Word Podcast. We're going through the Gospel of Mark in the seventh chapter. We're going to press on today. If you remember what we've looked at in the previous episodes, Jesus had just had an encounter with the religious rulers that had come up in Jerusalem to check him out. And he confronted them about how that they would uh, uh, do anything basically to support the traditions of men and that they set aside the commandments. They neglected the commandments of God. As a matter of fact, he said, you're experts at setting aside the commandment of God in order to keep your traditions. Whew. I could go all day long about how that is a problem today uh, within the organizational religious structure. Okay, that same exact thing. So anything, anyway, Jesus looks at him, gives him an example of what they're doing. He says, hey, you know that whole Corbin thing that you're doing? That whole Corbin thing? Uh, he said, that's an example of it. But it's not only that. He says, you do many such things as that. Well, then the very next verse, which is Mark chapter 7, verse 14, says this. After he called the crowd to him again. So this is Jesus. After Jesus called the crowd to him again. So what he was doing, these religious rulers had come up and started questioning. Now, some of the crowd would still have been around. They were always around, right? They were always there. So they still would have been around. But now he's calling the attention. He's turning his attention away from these religious rulers, and he's turning his attention to the people, to the crowd. So he calls the crowd. In other words, he uh, calls their attention, and he says to them, Listen to me, all of you, and understand. That is a pretty direct thing from the Lord. You know, a lot of times you'll, you'll see him speaking and teaching and things, and rarely is he saying, Hey, y'all, hey, 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 everybody, let me, let me have your attention. Let me have your attention right here. So he's saying, all of you, understand this. Then verse 15, Jesus continues. There is nothing outside the man which can defile him if it goes into him. But the things which proceed out of the man are what defile the man. And then in verse 16, it says this. Jesus says, if anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. In other words, if you really have ears to hear, then you'll understand. If you don't have ears to hear, then you won't understand. Well, what's the distinction between those that have ears and those that don't have ears? It's not just talking about physical things. It's talking about faith and belief. If you believe Jesus, then you will understand. If you don't believe Jesus, then you're not going to understand. So again, what does he say? There is nothing outside the man which can defile him if it goes into him. But the things which proceed out of the man are what defile the man. So what is Jesus talking about? Well, he doesn't tell us. He just leaves it hanging there. Verse 17 continues. When he left the crowd and entered the house, his disciples, his Jesus' disciples, <coughs> excuse me, questioned him about the parable. So the disciples didn't understand. They come up to him and they question him about it. Verse 18. And Jesus said to them, Are you so lacking in understanding also? <laughs> so Jesus is about to explain to them uh, what's going on and what he meant by it. But the first thing is he wanted them to see, are you lacking in understanding? Well, obviously they were lacking in understanding because they asked a question about it. Uh, is it wrong to be lacking in understanding? 
No, 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 it's not wrong. And that's the reason we ask questions. That's the reason we learn. But he is prodding them. He's conjoling them. He's pushing them. He's encouraging them. He's exhorting them to move forward in understanding, to pay attention, okay, to grow in understanding. The next, he asks another question. Do you not understand that whatever goes into the man from outside cannot defile him? Well, he just said that a while ago. Here's why, verse 19. Because it does not go into his heart, but into his stomach, and is eliminated. Well, Jesus is about to get very graphic and very organic right here, isn't he? <laughs> He's saying, don't you understand this? He says, the thing that comes from the outside and goes into a man cannot defile him because it goes into his stomach. So that shows you what he's talking about. He's talking about what you eat and what you drink. That's what goes in the stomach. And he says it doesn't go into a heart. It goes into the stomach. Now, I, I love this because so often when we read the Scripture and we read about times two or three or 4,000 years ago, we have this mindset <clears throat> which has been instilled within us by our training, and it's actually very malicious, that uh, we think that folks from long-going ages aren't as smart as we are. And if they're not as insightful, and they're not as intelligent, they don't know as much. And nothing could be further from the truth. They understood how the body worked right here. Jesus understood how the body worked. He understood that the food went in the mouth, it goes in the stomach, and it's eliminated. That Greek word for eliminated literally means this, that it goes into the latrine. Well, that, that takes care of it, doesn't it? So Jesus is saying, don't you understand that? That what you eat, what you drink goes in your stomach and then you eliminate it. It doesn't go into your heart. And then the Spirit leads Mark to say this at the end of the 19th verse, another one of these parenthetical statements, just a parenthesis right here. If you've got a red-letter edition of the Bible, it'll actually be black right here. In other words, Jesus didn't say this. This is Mark telling us what came out of this. And he says this, thus Jesus declared, all foods clean. Jesus declared all foods to be clean. And boy, this was a major thing that uh, went beyond what the law says. For instance, under, under the law, they couldn't eat pork. Okay, Right now, we're free to eat pork as believers. Now, if you feel like that you're not supposed to eat pork and you don't want to for whatever reason, that's fine. Scripture tells us that. Paul writes a lot about that. It says, hey, let each man determine in his own heart. He says something along this line, that some people say that one day is more special than another day. That's great. Let each one celebrate as they determine in their own mind. Some people feel free and at liberty to drink anything and to eat anything. That's fine. That's wonderful, okay? Other people uh, feel like that they can't eat anything, they can't drink anything, that they want to limit themselves. Actually, those folks are actually referred to as the weaker brother. You know, I've talked about this in the past. Uh, in my upbringing in our society, in our culture, the one who abstains from certain kinds of food or abstains from certain kind of drink and says, oh, I would never take of that, never take of that because I'm a Christian. You know, I'm holy. I would never eat that. I would never do that. They're actually referred to as the weaker brother, the weaker brother, because they don't know the freedom they have in Christ. In Christ, you are free to eat anything. That does not mean that anything might be good for you. If you find out that you eat something and you it, it reacts negatively to you, okay, then don't eat it anymore. It also does not mean that you're free to eat in copious amounts. <laughs> it doesn't mean that you can eat and eat and eat whatever you want to, all you want to, all the time. 
Scripture says no, the Scripture calls that gluttony. It also does not mean that you're free to drink all you want to. So if you're drinking and you're drinking and drinking and you're drinking too much and you're drinking an adult beverage, then you become drunk. The Scripture says no, you are not to be drunk. But it also says this. What if you drink copious amounts of sweet tea? And people say, oh, that can't have a bad effect. Oh, you want to bet? How many of us in the Deep South particularly have people, have friends that have uh, kidney stones? Yeah, kidney stones. First thing they'll tell you is, hey, cut out the sweet tea. <laughs> you know, cut out these certain kind of things. There's things which may not be good for you personally. And that old adage is true. Everything is allowed in moderation. Okay? Don't eat too much. Don't be a glutton. Don't drink too much. Don't be a drunkard. So Jesus was sitting here, and he was declaring all foods to be clean because he says, you know what? It just goes in your mouth, it goes in your stomach, and it's eliminated, and it doesn't go into your heart. Well, what does the going into the heart have to do with anything? Because <laughs> that's the real issue, is it not? He's telling us, don't you understand this? It's not what comes from the outside that can defile the man because it goes in the stomach. Then therefore, then what defiles the man? What defiles the man is what's in the heart and what's going into the heart and what's being manifest out of the heart. And Jesus continues with that. We'll look at it in the next episode. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you then.